Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grindin' shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 All right, welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. And the guest for this episode is Melissa Bonney, vocalist of the symphonic metal band Ad Infinitum, who just released their debut album, Chapter One Monarchy, on April 3rd via Napalm Records. Melissa is also the lead singer of the trance metal band Rage of Light. And most importantly, we share the same birthday on January 23rd. How you doing? Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Oh, I'm great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. We're a couple Aqu- Aquarists. <laughs> so um, I remember first hearing of your band, like probably after the, the first single that you put out. Um, a little while back, I was just kind of, mm-hmm. I was just kind of perusing like uh, YouTube or something, and um, I, I think it eventually like got around to to that, and I was like, oh, this is a cool band, you know, and <laughs> thank um, you. <laughs> and then when then when I got sent over in advance of the debut album, I was like, oh, I remember this band. And I listened to the new album, and I was like, "Yo, I like this. Yeah, this is gr- this is a really good album, and I'm very I'm very impressed." Well, thank you so much. I'm glad that you like it. Right. It's like so. Um. So you were born in Switzerland. Do you still live in Switzerland? Uh, no, I, I live in Denmark now. But yes, I'm born in Switzerland, in the French-speaking part. Oh, okay. All right. So how long how long did you live in Switzerland? Um. Basically, until. Mm, seven months ago, 
So for 26 years, I lived in Switzerland. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So how was it like, uh, you know, living or, you know, growing up in Switzerland? You know, what was sort of, you know, what was your childhood like? You know, what kind of a kid were you? Oh, I was, um, I was, I grew up in the countryside. So I was a lot outside playing with my bike rollerblades uh, in the forest, in the field. Oh, nice. <laughs> it, was a, it was a cool childhood. Uh, um, I grew up with my parents, brother and grandmother. And um, yeah, I, I, I started music when I was really, really little, actually, when I was six. I was sharing my, my, my hobbies between my free time between music, um, gymnastic, and drawing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so you had all these different things. Yeah, so you all you had all these different things that you were doing as a kid. Yeah, it's funny, like, a lot of people, you know, maybe even especially here, like, in the, in the States, we're all, like, you know, we get kind of invigorated by the, the big city and stuff first. But then, like, now as we get older, like, people who kind of, you know, grew up on the countryside and stuff like that with all that space were like, you know what, we kind of envy you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I feel very lucky and I'm very grateful for, for, for the childhood I had because uh, if one day I have some kids, I, w- I would like to, to offer them the same. So, so, um, with, you know, you, you say you grow up and you had, you know, all these different things between music and, you know, gymnastics and art, you know, sort of, uh, when did you first sort of get that music bug? Like, what was some of the things that you were doing at that time? Um, you mean when I was a kid? Yes. Uh, I was singing in the choir when I was six and until a couple of years after I was uh, in the school choir. So very heavy metal, as you can imagine, <laughs> and um, and um, and then I stopped because it wasn't really my thing, and I started to, yeah, to to first I was doing some parodies or covers, and then um, I learned to play the guitar and I continued doing covers and uh, playing in the you know we have this show every year at the school where you could present any talent you had. So I was I was. Uh, trying to do my best at the guitar and sing at the same time. And then when I, um, when I was, I think, 18, I started to get into metal. And in 2012, I joined my first metal band. What was it that got you into heavy metal? <laughs> um, I, I met a boy back then. And, uh... <laughs> it's always a boy. Hey, it's always, always a boy. A boy. <laughs> and, uh, and he... He introduced me Nightwish, uh, okay. um, Camilla, Delane, Stream of Passion, Passion. Um, yeah, a lot of symphonic or power metal bands, and I started to really like it. It's funny because you know when I was when I was um, 15, 16, there's a, a friend of mine who who sent me a Slipknot song, and I was like, oh, this is not even music. This is horrible. I cannot get what he's saying. And then, you know, I started again, I started by listening to metal with symphonic metal and power metal. And now, you know, you, you, you usually um, start with something soft and then, then go uh, to, the, 
to the dark side, like yeah. step by step. <laughs> and now I love Slipknot. I absolutely love it. And I still remember the day when I was saying, this is not music. <laughs> no, that's, that's understandable. Like there's always, and I think this is something that's really cool about metal is that there, you know, you got to find your sort of entry point with that. Exactly. And, and, yeah, exactly. And, but then once you do that and kind of understand it from that entry point, then you can kind of go down that rabbit hole to all these different sort of, you know, <laughs> flavors of metal and something like a slipknot might not, you know, sound like music if you first, you know, that's your first entry point into metal. But then after you go yeah. and listen to all this other stuff, yo, you understand slipknot a lot more. Of course. And, 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 you know, when you start to listen to harsh vocals, at first, it takes you a little bit of time of, to adapt your ears to, to get the lyrics, but now it's no problem anymore. I think I was like the opposite of you. I, I, I kind of got into metal like through like certain harsh vocal stuff and, okay. and things like that. But then now, now I'm really into like a lot of the symphonic metal stuff because I didn't really like that at first. Like, even like even as a little kid, if there was stuff that was anything like symphonic, I was like, "Oh, mm -hmm. this is kind of corny, man. Oh, <laughs> like what's this? This is corny." But now, like, I kind of get it now. Now that I've like, I've like, went through and and kind of had my discovery of all sorts of different metal. Like this was yeah. like the next thing that I, I kind of dig. So now I'm liking some of these bands. Like I like your band. <laughs> I like. A, a, a band like Delane, you know, stuff like that, you know, where I'm just like, oh, this is kind of cool, man. <laughs> like, this, 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 it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I really like them as well. Delane has definitely been an inspiration for me. Yeah, that, yeah, their new album is so good. I, you know, I just, I just, I just bought like a, uh, I just went and had a, um, just a whole order of stuff from uh, Napalm, which, you know, I actually have, you know, your CD in, in my hand now because I bought it online. Oh, so <laughs> this is a funny story, by the way. Oh, I let you finish and then I tell you the story. <laughs> but I was just saying that, like, yeah, I bought that CD, then I bought the record for Delane and a few other. Like, the funny thing was, is, is like all the bands, all the bands that I bought were all like, like, uh, led by women, women vocalists. And like, yeah, I, I, I almost didn't realize it at a time, like until I got the package and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I bought all these. Oh, okay. I mean, to me, <laughs> well, I know that like, for me, that's like a, uh, that's just a taste. I like, you know, you know, women vocalists, but I didn't realize this time that I did that. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because, you know, um, because of the coronavirus stuff, uh, we had to ship um all the crop, um, you know, we did the crowdfunding and now is the time to send all the, all the merchandising, the CDs and everything to the people. And, um, we were at first supposed to gather all in Austria before the tour, but the tour got canceled. So obviously we all stayed at home, but the CDs still got delivered in Austria. So by the time I got them in Denmark, it was, I think the same day as when people got it at home from the pre-orders from Napalm Records. So I was like, there was someone writing me, hey, I just got your album. And I was like, hey, I just got my album. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I know I know how people, you know, how people feel when they, you know, they do the crowdfunding and, the, you know, they kind of want to get their stuff earlier before everybody else. And well, but unfortunately, you know, there are circumstances that, you know, I bet yeah. underst people understood, you know. Yeah, I think they understood because I we sent a couple of messages um, to explain everything. You know, for example, the borders are closed now, so obviously there are some live experiences that we we were we were simply not able to do right now. But people are very understanding, and um, and actually we you know it it was already a lot of 
um, of job to prepare all the all the um, packages by ourselves, especially because some people were supposed to get their packages at the shows, and because of the virus, we had to prepare much more. Um, and uh, because of this and because of the shipment from one country to another, it took a lot of time. So in the end, we're still sending the packages, but people are super nice with us. Yeah, I, you know, that, that's all you got to be these days is understanding because this is something yeah. that you just can't get around. So if you're being if you're being a jerk about it, then you're just a jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, getting into the album, you know, Monarchy Chapter One, it's like or chapter one monarchy, like even looking at the, you know, the, the visuals, you're like, this is, you know, kind of very, very timely though with what's going yeah. on with this virus. So how do you feel about I, that? You know, that's something you didn't well, plan and it just happens. Of course. At first, you know, I was feeling like, Oh, people are going to think that it's a very bad joke, but I think there's only a couple of people who mentioned it uh, under some videos on YouTube, but it's completely fine but you know we actually when when the whole thing happened we were like oh shit people are gonna trash us because we have those masks during the corona time and this is not funny you know there's, there's some things that is it's too too early for jokes this is the right this is exactly the right example but um but no actually people were more like yeah, joking about it, but not even that much. There are some funny comments on YouTube saying, "Oh, they seem prepared for Corona." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is perfect. This is perfect. But we want we don't want to overdo it because then it's just using it for promotion, and it's this is not the right way to do it. Nah, nah. People are gonna understand. And the thing is, with uh, in regards to our situation, you gotta have that. You gotta. It's a serious thing. It's a super serious thing, and everybody should. Uh, you know, follow the guidelines to be able to, you know, flatten the curve and be able to get past this. But at the same time, we got to have a sense of humor about it. And, and we, and you know, just by, you know, the, the look of everything, if you read the story, the, the story about the band and everything, you know, that this is like a thing that is just a part of the, the story and the image of the band. There's a story behind it. So it's just like, you can't, you can't be mad at, mad at you for you know you know what this looks like you know because it's it's not it's not poking fun at the uh at the current situation but if if there's a little bit of sense of humor that you can you know get out of it then yo cool (laughs) we need we need sense of humor at this time yeah you know actually we saw a meme like two days ago someone took one of our band pictures and uh, i have my hand in front of in front of me like open yeah palm up and someone put a hand sanitizer on it. <laughs> it's <just> so good. <laughs> See, yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a sense of humor at this time, you know. Yeah. Or you know, or we're all gonna go crazy, you know. It's 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 already you know very pent up, you know, having to stay in our homes and stuff like that. So you know, yeah. a sense of humor is you know they say laughter is the best medicine, and that, you know that's yo know, that's true. We gotta have a little sense of humor yeah. about all of this. Yeah, you know, and we need it right now. You know, it's 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 actually very tragic what happened especially i mean for a lot of people but for for the musicians uh it just ruins one entire year of promotion especially for the people who are releasing an album for us you know we we've not we've not been able to go on tour and our promotion of release was based on that tour you know going out there playing for people getting to to 
getting the chance to grow our, our fan base and to to right. to yeah that people discover us through the live shows and through the streamings and through everything that the music videos we prepared a whole package of promotion and there's just this tour which was very important which is gone so if you if you don't have a little bit of humor and 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 the the the, the capacity to 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 find a plan B and to and to stay you know chin up and 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 smiling, then you're just hurting yourself. I think. Yeah, and and with all the the people that are kind of like out of work and not be able to you know go through with their plans, like we don't know how long this really is going to last. You know, so people. This is the, the, yeah, this is the big problem and the big question. You don't, you know, we have a we have a new tour now scheduled in September, October, and I'm 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 really hoping that right. everything will go back to normal by by then because I'm I'm very optimistic. But what if it doesn't? You know? Yeah, it's still, you're like, yo, does it? Yo, can we still do that? You know, even though all the way up in September, you're like, are we still going to be able to make this thing happen? You know? But yeah. So you know, just gotta stay optimistic and. Like what, you know, what are you doing in the, in the meantime, what's the plan B for you guys just to sort of promote the album and keep everything sort of lively for this new album? We, we will do as much promotion as possible online. You know, we, we're, uh, we're lucky enough to live in the, in the era of uh, digital promotion and streaming and everything. So if we can share Still share our music as much as possible and if people understand that it's also important that they can play a very important part in it you know just sharing it talking about us and uh playing it adding their adding our songs to their i don't know workout playlist everything every small thing can help so and so far people have been very very helpful with us with us they've been part of the of the whole process from the beginning, yes. from the crowdfunding to the promotion, you know, sharing our videos a lot. And this has really helped a lot, a lot. And um, I mean, we have to use all the tools we have, the social media, our websites, the streaming platforms and, and do the best we can and prepare some, you know, for example, we had this release party on, on Friday. We were at least, um, <clears throat> we were originally supposed to play in Germany. And obviously it was, it was not possible anymore, but we did an online release party with the help of Napalm Records, who who are very very helpful in these times. Uh, the 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 whole ha the whole album was streamed, and then we had this online party where the four band members were live on YouTube, and th there was a lot of people joining. And we had oh. a we had a glass, and we had a party, and it was re was really nice. So you have to adapt to your time, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I missed out on the uh, on the crowdsourcing uh, or the crowdfunding for this album. Uh, mm -hmm. how successful was it? You know, what did you, uh, what did you offer as part of, uh, the, the crowdfunding? <laughs> we offered, actually, this is a really good question because we offered a lot of perks, different perks. And, um, we thought, okay, we, we have to make something very interesting for the people. So there was the first one, which was just a, you know, digital album and the name in the credits. Then you had the physical album plus the name in the credits. Then you had the t-shirt and whatever. And there were a few packages like this and and there was one of the package packages which was um wooden box with a poster cards cd handmade bracelets 
okay. t-shirts and some some nice things but you know it was a little bit more expensive so i thought yeah this is gonna be like a couple of people taking it and actually it was 70 people taking it so nick our drummer had to um create 70 wooden boxes <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, we bought the boxes, but he had to carve at infinitum in each box, on each box, and then to paint them. Okay. And I had to create 70 bracelets. So it was like, we're super happy that it was successful, but on the other hand, it was like, wow, <laughs> I mean, the box factory. <laughs> yeah, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so, so what was the goal of the uh, of the? Of the of the campaign and how much did you uh, actually end up uh, getting getting in this campaign? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we were not hoping for as much as we got. We got one hundred fifty percent of what we were expecting. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it shows that like you you have a really you know really cool fan base. You know, and I really you know I really think just for the limited time that I've known about the band is that. Everything, everything that I see from the band, just the visuals and everything, is very, very high quality, very interesting. It doesn't oh, look cheap and cheesy at all, you know. So, just from my standpoint, it's just like, yo, like, look at this band, you know. I'm, I'm gonna at least listen to it, you know, and see. <laughs> and then the music, you know, holds up behind all of this great visuals. So. You know, it's cool that you guys have a really good fan base already. Yeah, and, you know, we try to offer um, a complete package of something professional. Um, because the thing is, especially when you're signing people like Nick the fans expect you to deliver something similar to bands who've been around for much longer. Of course. Um, and this is very hard because obviously we don't have the same budget. We don't have the same experience. So... For this, I I observe a lot what other bands are doing, bigger bands are doing, the way they promote themselves, because I feel like we have to uh, match what they're doing. Of course. Even with less resources. Yeah, of course. What are some things that you've learned from bigger bands? Um, some... some um, for example, the, the way the websites should look, the, the way the social media should be presented, how often you should share some content, what kind of content the people want to see, what kind of content is successful, what kind of content is not interesting for the people, uh, what will make people react, what will make people happy, what they want to know about the you know what happens behind the scenes, and also on the on the um, on the on the live point of view or or, or everything that happens on the uh, around the release. Um, everything is good to know. Um, the way you have to manage to manage your bands, the way you have to um, um, to 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 put yourself out there. I mean, I could go on with the list for right. a long time. No, there's a lot of things, but you know, it's good that you're you're paying attention to what other bands are doing because you know, all, you know, always be a always be a student, you know, in this because there's yeah. always something that you could learn. Of course. And it's cool that you're doing, you know, doing things sort of, you know, DIY, you know, like especially with uh, the, the, the campaign that you guys did where you're making stuff, you know, making these boxes, you know, making the jewelry that were part of the, the, the packages. So it's always cool to like find it's always cool to find stuff like that. That's a little bit different than than everything else or that what the, the record company is doing and stuff like that it gives that personal touch. 
Yeah, I I really like it, you know, when uh, when we're close to the people who support us because I feel like they deserve it. The people who've been supporting us from the beginning, the people who allowed us to have um a, a great CD because you know, with the with the without the crowdfunding, we wouldn't have been able to afford a, a great production like we have. So I really feel like okay, the best way to thank them is to do something personal. And yeah. to be to also reply to their messages and and uh, and to be true because because that's the best way to thank people I think. What are some of the common things that your uh, your fans say to you? Um, regarding what? Regarding, regarding to the music or whatever whatever the the music means to them, what they like about the band, you know, or some what are some things that they like to talk to you about? Um, one thing that's, that I, that I, that really uh, caught my attention is, um, one day we, we did a thank you video because we, we had just released marching, uh, released marching on Versailles and a couple of days later, there was already 100,000 views. And so we did the video, like very simple selfie mode and, um, just thank you everybody. Um, and we were not all together. So I did my video, Nick did his video, Adrian and Jonas the same. And we together and put it out there, and people were like, "Oh, this is great!" Because there's not a lot of bands who take the time to um, to show that they are um, uh, grateful and in a humble way like this. So I remember this very well, and I, I think it's it 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 touched me because I felt like we were doing something great here. And um, regarding the music. Um, I mean, people are super, super happy about the album, so it makes me very happy as well. When you were sort of coming up as a, as, <clears throat> excuse me, when you were um, coming up as a music artist, was there any, any bands, any artists that you met that sort of had that similar, like thankfulness to them, that that thankful vibe to them that kind of stuck with you all these years? Um. Yeah, I think, um, for example, Within Temptation is a band that is really closed and very nice and humble and very uh, reachable. Yeah. Um, I, I really like these guys, super kind. I, it's it's hard to give you examples right now because um, I, I didn't meet a lot of bands as a fan because usually I was I was going to the shows and, and not really going to meet and greet, but... Uh, yeah, I remember Within Temptation being very, very kind. And also I felt this, I never met her face to face, but I felt like, for example, Flori Anson is someone who is immensely talented and, and so inspiring. And when you see the way she talks to the fans and talks to the people, you're just like, oh my God, and on the top of it, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's nice, that's nice. Before, you know, going into making this album, you know, what was sort of the mind state of yourself along with the rest of the band on what you wanted to make make this album become? Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting because um, the, the, the writing process started without the rest of the band and they joined uh, during the way, uh, during the, the, the process. Yeah. Um, I was working first... Uh, with Oliver Phillips, I was writing demos and then he was uh, helping me with them because, you know, I'm not a guitar player, I'm not a drummer. So the way I write drums 
would make drummers cry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so he helped me, and um, and uh, let's see, yeah, first we recorded. We recorded two songs together, and then I did the crowdfunding campaign. And after it, I I I got in touch with um with Nick and Jonas, and Nick brought Adrian, and um and then we continued together. And the aim was just to, you know, we had a we had a we had now a budget, a pretty good budget from the crowdfunding campaign, and we thought, okay, we're gonna make the best out of it, the best possible album, so that we're very proud and something that we really like, that we enjoy playing on stage, something with a lot of energy, that is both nice to listen at home or to listen um, at a concert. So, you know, one, you know, you get this, uh, you get this budget through the, you know, the crowdfunding and mm -hmm. it gives, you know, gives you some resources to make this album really good to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, what were some of the things that you made sure you, you know, you got done to be able to make this to be the, the product that you have in your, maybe even better than the product that you uh, have in your mind? Um, well, with Oliver Phillips doing the orchestrations and the pro product, uh, pro being the produce, producer, um, with Nick, Adrian, and Jonas on board, and then with Jacob Hansen doing the mix and master, I think we had kind of a, a dream team to to make it work and then um i already knew that i wanted to work with half Leitner for the the videos because i've seen what he's done before and he's just brilliant and uh i knew I, I really wanted to have good music and good videos and like like you mentioned to have everything looking professional so that people um are um that they are interested in hearing when they see if, if it makes sense, you know, when they see the pictures, when they see the, the videos, they are like, oh, I, I want to hear the, what the band is doing. Also, when we had this photo shoot with, um, with Natalia in Madrid, I, I had seen her work with Camelot or with Cobra and the Lotus. And I was like, I, I really want one day to have pictures from her. And since um, Adrian, Jonas, Nick and I live in three different countries, we had to fly somewhere. So I thought, okay, let's fly to Madrid and let's have pictures done by her because she's she's brilliant and she's the kindest person and um so we made sure to have all the all the aspects looking and sounding good yeah because i'm looking at the cd right now and it's just like you you look this looks like a cd for like a band that's a veteran band who's been around for a while and has had who's really solidified their you know place <laughs> in heavy metal and it just like Yo, this this looks this looks great. You know, I love it. You know, it's really ni nice looking. All the pictures, the the graphic design, everything. It looks great. Thank you. Okay, like with you know, with uh, Oliver Phillips producing the record, what did he sort of bring to the table in regards to making this album? Well, what the first thing I would like to mention because this is the the biggest part of 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 what he. Of what he did, and 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 the thing that I love the most is he did brilliant orchestrations. It's just magical the way he he created this. Um, you have the you have the heaviness of metal, 
and you have this whole dimension of orchestrations which are just i think a little bit magic and epic at the same time yeah. and it can be fragile but it can be powerful and he's he's brilliant at doing this and um <clears throat> besides this uh, uh he was also you know we we're four young musicians and um and um, we relied on his opinion when he was saying, uh, for example, I don't know, um, um, when we came with demos and he said, yeah, perhaps you should not, um, the, the song is great, but this part is not very useful to the song or whatever, you know, some, some, some advice that, you know, um, we were doing, we were doing the, 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 the job of writing the songs, but he had some, some very, precise ideas of what can work and what cannot work yeah. so with someone with more experience it's all always um it's you, you feel more secure about what you're doing okay that's all yeah sounds like really good like he put his little spice on the end of it you know yeah and you know like you're able to do your thing and make these songs but then he was like yeah let's uh let's do it this way and everything you know how was it working with yeah. him well, like what was sort of like the the back and forth, what, you know, was there any sort of times when there was conflict or was it pretty easy going? No, it was easy going. And you know, the, the really, uh, what was really, uh, a big relief for me and, and also rewarding was that if you compare the demos that I did or that any of the band members did and the final result, it's not like he said, okay, uh, we cut this, we put this here, we create this, we do this, and we change this, and we, you know, it was still very, um, very much um, like the original idea we had, and and it feels good because you feel like okay, I can write songs, and even a, a producer like him will not tell me okay, you, this sounds like shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, did he, you know, did the positive reinforcement being like, yo, this is good, but like let's try it this way and then see how. And see how it ends up, you know. Yeah, for example, the 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 thing I really loved to do with him is I, I recorded my vocals with him, and and the way I would write harmonies is a little bit more basic than the way he does because he will not think he will not think okay let's do the third but let's do completely different melodies that would like dance between your voice and the violin and the cello and whatever and and it will just fall perfectly into place yeah. so this is this is very nice and see that's and, what uh, I... it, it oh, yeah. go ahead. um it, it worked like this um i would for example i would uh, write a demo like program the drums program the guitars bass and there and some orchestrations and then record my vocals in the in the in, in my vocal booth and then kind of mix roughly and to, to give him an idea and then send everything to him and you know he's a he he's a great guitar player so the, the 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 guitar that i would program he would replay it to make it sound like a real guitar and not just like some some random logic <laughs> sounds because i use logic so right <laughs> and and then and then rewrite the 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 drums because the way i write it is more like okay i want this rhythm i want uh, this kind of drum fill or whatever and then he would write it in a better way or if some things were not working with the guitars he would rewrite it you know 
Yeah, th- that was the thing that I, I um, that was the thing that I really noticed about this album. What I liked about it was your vocal melodies. They were very, you know, they're very beautiful, very catchy, and they went with the the music so well. And like that's what really grabbed grabbed me in regards to you know this album. Oh, thank you so much. I, I really loved doing this because it was the first time I could, you know, with with my previous bands, uh, we were sharing the songwriting or I was arriving at the end of the process when the musical, uh, the, the instrumental effect was already done. And for this, for, for Ad Infinitum, I was able to write from the beginning and it allowed me much more freedom. So I, I explored much more in the in, in every kind of dimension I could um, I could. Um, go I, I don't know if it makes sense the way i say it sometimes my english is not <laughs> oh best. no it sounded perfectly but, i understood um, what i understand what you're saying okay <laughs> all right <Good. laughs> but you know having that sort of freedom with this band you know how, how satisfying is that it's great it's so great because you know um i have a lot of ideas and i want to try everything so uh, there's a lot of vocalists that i that i love and that i want to you know, um, not copy, but that's I, I, there's techniques that I learn from them yeah. that I want to apply to um, to my own music. And this is not only metal vocalists. For example, I love Ariana Grande or Demi Lovato, and they, yeah. and you know they they go in some directions that I love. And and you have some different intensity uh, intensities. You have some very soft things. You have some very powerful things. And this is something you can hear in our album. You have. For example, you take the song "Tell Me Why" and you have some very fragile vocals, and then you t- you take "See You in Hell" and there's some uh, powerful high notes. and And I really tried a lot of things, and I and I, and I love it, and I, I will go even crazier for the next record. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's cool that you're exploring so much, you know, by yourself on this on this record. Like with uh, with going in all those directions, having those sort of little bits of influences. Uh, going around, you know, when making this album and in working with um, in working with Oliver in regards to that, um, mm-hmm. how do you, how did he sort of rein all those all those influences in to make it sound good? Um, I think it's it's it took place pretty easily because, for example, um, I remember writing the song "See uh, You in Hell," and the, the the melodies and the lyrics were created together at the same time and while developing them I was also developing the instrumental um, part of the song and it's it's a process that 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 uh, how to explain everything just came naturally t- together and and I think it doesn't matter which kind of influence you have as long as you um, know how to adapt it into what you're doing yep. you know you, you were just mentioning about you know demoing your own uh your own music what you know what sort of uh you know um equipment do you use uh what are some things that you're you know that that you've learned what sort of things what sort of instruments do you know how to play or or um like um software do you know how to use you know what's your usual demo process um, my usual demo process is I work with Logic on my computer and I work with, um, um, how is it called? It's a vocal booth, but I, uh, Isovox. It's a, it's a really funny 
vocal booth because it's it's portable and and you can put it in a in an apartment without seeing a lot of space there's basically just your head inside a box oh, okay <laughs> and it's, uh, it's nice cool okay because, yeah, yeah i connect it to my computer and I, and I i write i go back and forth i i put my head inside the, vo- the box i i think something and then i go to the computer and i i don't know i adapt the drums and whatever but i i work on logic and i and i program the drums the 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 orchestrations the guitars and um but obviously it it sounds very crappy because it's pro it's like it's samples but not very good samples it's the 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 basic ones that you get with the with the program it's not a bank of sounds it's a yeah so it's just to give an idea of the um of what i have in my head to the person who will play the instrument the only thing that is well recorded is my voice and i i I work with this isovox and a and a and a, and a microphone and a sound card, ba- I mean, basic material. But at least you're able to get the idea down. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're also a part of this other band called Rage of Light. What's going on with that band? Um, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, we released an album last year, so now it's a little bit calmer, and this is great because... Uh, um, yeah, I don't, I would not have been managed, uh, be, been able to manage two releases the same year. This <laughs> um, <laughs> is so much work around the release, especially when you have to do it on your own. You don't have it. I mean, we have the, of course, the people from Napalm Records helping us a lot, and it's very nice to work with them. But you know, we don't have a manager. We don't have a social media manager. We don't have a um someone a graphic designer or whatever so you're basically doing everything yourself so it's great that you have only one release per year to manage and it's it's very different like you said before it's a, it's a it's very it's a very different genre and it's uh it's nice to 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 be able to sing something completely different as well you know when you when you first started like really taking music seriously do you remember like the first moment you know whether it was somebody that you met or an event that happened or something that really hit you like yo this could be something i I could be doing for a long time or is that first sort Mm -hmm. of holy shit moment yeah that was a holy shit moment actually i went i went to hellfest um i think it was the oh I don't remember when it was actually perhaps four years ago i'm, I'm not sure I'm, i have a very bad uh <laughs> very bad time uh well, it was yeah. years ago <laughs> it was years I ago i went to, <laughs> to hellfest and when i came back i was like that was the first moment when i thought okay uh, because of my job i might not be able to do it and i, I really started to you know to think about, okay, do I want to, to continue in an office or do I, do I want to find some more freedom to, to do it, you know, just to, to not only go to health as a, as a, as a, as a um, how do you say, um, uh, being part of the audience, but also playing on stage. Yeah. And, I, and so there was this moment where I was really depressed when I came back to work. And, and then there was a second moment that really com- convinced me is the first time I went on tour, I was playing with uh, my, my first band. And when I came back, I was like, oh, my God, I 
don't want to work here anymore. <laughs> I want to do music. And the worst thing was um, I had some proposals to go on tour, some, some offers, but I had to ask for the permission to do it. So I was like, okay, I'm earning money and I'm having security, but I'm earning money for some hobby that I have to ask the permission for. And I'm not even sure that I can do it because, you know, you have to ask for vacation. You have to have enough vacation. You have to have a replacement. It should not be a busy period because otherwise they will say no. And I was like, no, this is not the way I want I want it to be. And when I'm 60, 70 or 80, or hopefully, how do I want to look back to my life? Do I want to, to realize, okay, I've been working for how many for all these years in something I don't like that prevents me from doing something I liked or do I want to just give it a shot and and lose let's say the security and 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 be happy and 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 you know how do you want to spend your one time on earth and that was really the holy shit moment and I decided okay I'm just gonna quit my job Yep, that's that's a tale as old as time. <laughs> do you want yeah. to stay with uh, that uh, that job that's giving you security, or do you want to pursue your art? Yeah, Ugh. I mean, you know, it's it, it's it's inspired the song "Live Before You Die," which is on the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that a lot of us uh, struggle with. And, uh, yeah. yeah, well, you know, you know, while we wind down this, uh, this interview, I do definitely want to say that on this new album, my favorite song is live before you die. I love the, right. I love the vocal melodies on that. It's so, so super catchy and so beautiful kind of talk about that, uh, that record. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Talk about making that record. Oh, sorry. I didn't get it. <laughs> um, well, um, I I remember I wanted to have a happy song, a party song, and also something, you know, joyful and, and giving a positive message to people. And I had this experience that I just mentioned. And um, I was like, okay, I want to find a... Before I started with the drums, and I was like, okay, I want a rhythm. Um that makes people jump or dance or something like this, you know, something when you play it on a, uh, in a festival, people are starting to party. Yeah. And then from this rhythm, I think, I think I wrote some vocal melodies and then, and then the lyrics came last, I think. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Like when I listen to that song, like in my apartment while I'm here uh, in quarantine, I definitely start dancing around my apartment. <laughs> That's great. Like That's I love, I love this. I love that song. And I'll, and I'll say this, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm not, you know, blowing smoke up your butt. But when I got, when I first got the link to the uh, album, the advanced uh, stream of the album, I listened to this whole album multiple times in a row, multiple times in a oh, row. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because it, it was just. It was just, it was such a good album to listen to. And it's a good album to be like just doing other stuff. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a good album to be doing other stuff like around the apartment too, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it, so I'm really, you know, I really, you know, congrats on this album. It's uh, you know, a great debut album for your, for your band, for this, uh, for this band that was, you know, pretty much, 
you know, this thing that started off as a solo effort for you, something that gave you a lot more freedom. So, you know, I definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, congratulate you on this album. It's a good album. Thank you very much. And before we get out of here, I always like to, you know, I always like to ask this question of uh, people, what sort of a nugget of knowledge from your life and career that anybody listening to this, it doesn't matter what sort of avenue of artistry that they're in, could sort of project into their own life? I didn't get the question. <laughs> um, what's sort of like a lesson from your life and career oh. that anybody listening to this uh, interview, doesn't matter what sort of avenue of artistry or career that they're in, could sort of project into their own life? Um, I definitely um, make sure that the, the one time you spent you spend on earth is worth it and worth what you believe in and what you want to do and what represents you. Perfect. It's a perfect way to uh, end this. So it's been great talking with you, Melissa. And before we get out of here, please remind everybody to where they can go online to get more information about the band and where they can pick up the album. Uh, Well, we have uh, our website, www.adinfinitumofficial.com. And uh, you have some links there, but you you can you can also go to uh, the Napalm Records website uh, on the shop or the label website to get some information or to get some merchandising that we have there. Hey yo! Thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh is the Word, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Fraser, empowered by Anchor at Anchor.fm/Fresh is the Word. Intro theme music by Foulmouth, Shimmy Bango, and Knox Money. Fresh the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash fresh the word. For more information about Fresh of the Word, and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh is the word.